0: Welcome to the Pastor's Podcast. This is Pastor Scott, and I've got a treat with me today. We've got three guests, Josh and Ashley and Jasmine. Josh and Ashley Young, Jasmine Jasmine Weiss, and no Pastor Matt, so we don't have any like random Thankfully. haze. Thankfully. <laughs> that, that's a strong statement, Josh. Do- he knows. <laughs> yeah, he, he knows why. He, he knew that was coming. <laughs> Uh, We are kicking off today, uh, something we've mentioned in the services, but we're going to be spending a little bit of time over the coming months just uh, uh, talking about stories of what God is doing in in, in our midst, Um, demonstrating the fact that God is redeeming this season, this particularly difficult and strange and odd season. He's redeeming it in all sorts of different ways. and he's redeeming it in all of our lives and getting to see that, getting to see that in um, some new and exciting ways is uh, something that we want to share with one another. I know a lot of you get to see that in your life. I know a lot of you are getting to see that in the lives of those around you. And because we aren't uh, gathered in the same way as a church family, we just wanted opportunities to get to share those stories and maybe even start some conversations. Maybe, uh, Maybe after this, somebody's going to come up to you, Ashley, or maybe somebody's going to come up to you, Jasmine, and be like, "Hey, I, I heard a little bit about your story. Like, tell me more about that." <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I, I think this is a a, a cool opportunity. What, why don't we start just by letting you each introduce yourself? Maybe, um, what brought you to Cornerstone? How long you've been here? And um, yeah, anything else you want us to know? Ash- well, yeah. Ashley, why don't we start with you?
1: Sure. Um, hi, I'm Ashley. Uh, Ashley Young. I'm Josh's. Uh, older sister <laughs>
0: important distinction uh, yeah
1: apparently there's been some confusion so <laughs> um, I'm a student at UCLA I'm in my fourth year and uh, we came to Cornerstone a little less than a year and a half ago I would say yeah um, yeah
0: cool awesome so your for- fourth year
1: mm-hmm.
0: at UCLA and are you are you wrapping up this year or do you have more time
1: I'm wrapping up I'll be finished in June okay
0: yeah. okay why, so I've got questions about what then, but uh-huh. not, not, just typic, not just the typical because she's in college and so I'm going to ask, like, what are you doing next? I actually have real questions because I know that there's something there, but we're going to save that. Awesome. So, okay. Josh. Fantastic. My name is Josh or Joshua.
2: I'm Ashley's
0: younger, younger brother. brother. <laughs> That's very important. <laughs> younger brother.
2: Yeah. Also at UCLA. I followed her here. Uh, and uh, people can say, oh, blah, 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 you know, you just followed her, but she chose the best <laughs> university. And so I just also chose the best university. It was not did, even an option. Do you
0: get a hard time for following her? Is that no. Like a common? No. Path? Early
2: on, it was kind of like people would say, oh, that's oh, interesting. Of course. Well, yeah.
1: you initially applied because. But I, was I did here. apply because <laughs> she was there. That's
2: true. That's 100% true. Um,
0: um,
2: but I study religion and history at UCLA. We could talk about that if you want because studying religion at that institution is quite. Uh, roller coaster.
0: So I did my undergraduate in religion at a secular, essentially a secular. That's awesome. Place, so we could totally talk we about that. We should talk about that. I, I'm not sure it's gonna be the most riveting content for this <laughs> podcast. We can say that. But we should totally talk, yeah, we should totally talk about great. that. That's great. Alright.
2: Did you know I studied religion? I did not
0: actually. That's I awesome. Let's talk about it. Religion, religion and history?
2: History is like my minor, maybe a double major.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: And then I'm in my third year. The only other thing I would add is happy Belated birthday, Matt. We love and miss you.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Matt isn't here with us. He was going to be here with us and he backed out because he's like, it's my birthday weekend. Like, I don't want to spend it with Josh. And uh, (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And Jasmine.
3: Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Jasmine. I am a fourth year at UCLA studying business economics. Um, I am dating Joshua Young and friends with Ashley Young, his sister. Thanks. Um, and <laughs> I started going to Cornerstone like the first week of December of 2020. Uh, it's the f- my favorite church that I've gone to, and it's also the only church I've ever gone to. So. Well,
0: the, hey, it's all the more reason for it to <laughs> be your well. favorite. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> and the, 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 that's right. So, so you've been coming regularly for just just like three months now. Yep. Right. And in the midst of the pandemic. So we'll. All right. So I, I want to get into that. Want to get into a little bit of that story as well. But. Um, what, actually, what, why don't we start, Ashley, with how, how has the Lord been working in your life and heart over the last year? I mean, I know partially with some big plans as you're thinking about what's kind of next next year, but both big and small, how have you seen the Lord working?
1: Sure. Um, I can start with the big. It's kind of the easier thing. Yeah. Um well, like I said, I'm graduating this year, and so over the past like year or so, I've been thinking more concretely about what I'm going to do after I graduate. And uh, when I came into college, I was <clears throat> thinking of doing something like the Peace Corps or something of that nature. After I graduated, uh, I studied international relations, and so that's kind of like a common thing to go abroad for a couple years and then come back for grad school, um, then enter your career. Mm-hmm so that was kind of what I was thinking of when I came. Um, but then in college, uh, I became a serious Christian essentially, Mm. um, which is a whole nother story. But one of the biggest changes in my heart from that was that I now had this huge burden for people who didn't know Christ. And that was like the most important thing that I could think of to spend my time doing. Mm. Um, not just helping people like learn English or, you know, like, have sustainable agriculture or things like that that are really good that the Peace Corps does or other humanitarian programs do, but to tell them about Christ. And so, yeah, like, last summer, um, I started looking for different opportunities that would allow me to do that and just to see if there were different, like, if there were, if that was even an option, um, and if it was, like, what it would look like. And I found this organization that pairs recent recent college graduates with missions organizations for um, placements on mission teams like all over the world. And I started talking to them, like reached out to them, and had started having conversations with them. And long story short, I ended up applying to this team in Turkey that primarily works with um, Muslim and Muslim background refugees. So they come from all over the world, really, mm-hmm. um, to Turkey. Either they stay in Turkey or they, they're they trying to get to Europe mm-hmm. um, and decided to apply to that team. And then, um, like, the day before Thanksgiving, day before Turkey Day, <laughs> <laughs> I was invited to go join them in Turkey. So, um, yeah, I've committed to doing that after I graduate, um, a couple months after.
0: Wow, that's um, really exciting. Yeah. And, I mean, and, there's so many... Refugees and like, Muslim rural refugees in Turkey. I mean, it's and it's I uh, fascinatingly difficult because there's all sorts of weird immigration statuses mm-hmm. in Turkey where people can like be there and technically be le- able to stay, but not necessarily have like legal rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, so what's the what is the team that you're joining? Like, what's what's their focus? Are they are they teaching? Are they training? Like, how, how are they or how are they facilitating their ministry?
1: Yeah. So it's a team of about 30 people. It's a pretty large team. Um, the two team leaders, they have been there for about 15 years and then other people have like joined them along the way. Mm. And they, because they have so many people, it's quite a wide ranging, um, like system of ministries, I would call it Mm. that they have. Um, so the main focus is like sharing the gospel with people and planting churches, uh-huh. um, so they planted a couple churches and have different fellowship and Bible study groups
0: in, in Istanbul. Yes. Okay.
1: And then they they also do um, other kinds of things to like show God's love to people and build relationships with people, uh-huh. um, especially like in these refugee communities. They have so many needs and like like you said, like lack a lot of social and political rights and privileges and things. Um, so they help them economically to find jobs, to get job training, um, to find uh, appropriate housing. Um, they help, uh, people like access healthcare. They do a lot of work with, um, pregnant mothers and like a lots of women's and children's programs. Mm. Um, it's hard to access healthcare when you, one can't afford it to like, don't speak the language of your doctor mm. and you know, all sorts of other things. So they just try and like enter into people's lives and walk through their lives with them and share the Lord with them in the meantime. Um, so yeah, it's, it's quite an extensive set of things. They do English language classes. Um, yeah, yeah, all sorts of stuff.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so exciting. And I want actually, I want to talk more. I have so many more questions. We, We might have to do we, we may have to talk about this again before you leave. Yeah. Like, specifically <laughs> specifically after this, and particularly as you get you know, um, more and more engaged with the organization and kind of what you're going to be doing, how, how you're going to be doing it, I'm mm-hmm. um, excited to be able to both like, send you out and also glean from that experience yeah. as a church. What, um, what's, what's the commitment like? Are you going there for a certain amount of time? or?
1: Yeah, I'm committed to two years okay.
0: and then see from there.
1: Awesome. Awesome.
0: yeah oh praise god for that maybe mm-hmm. one year
2: in you could do a remote update podcast
0: uh absolutely Are you <laughs> kidding me? I mean, that's, that's what that's what's so uh so the great about the podcast that long the, <laughs> dude it survived a year and like when a year ago when we launched it, it was like yeah. we think maybe somebody will want
1: to listen to mm-hmm. this Ashley's a fan i listen, to listen i'm it. a fan yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i i I'm, yeah, I'm not, we're not going to have to ask you whether your favorite like, dynamic there. But we, <laughs> we we found it a really helpful way. Um, and I found it a really helpful way just to encourage and get to even have some of these conversations. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so okay. So I, I want to talk some more about that. I want to come back though. Mm-hmm. We, big picture wise, we may to do something. But it's so it's so exciting what the Lord's been doing. And even in this to kind of prepare you for mm-hmm. and bring clarity mm-hmm. over the last year into what yeah. he's calling you into uh, next. Uh, okay, okay. But, I do have one follow-up question though. So what, when you, um, what was that transition of focus like for you, you know, over even, I don't know, the last year or, or so what, what led you to say, okay, I, this is something that's not just worth like, oh, I want to look into this, but um, brought you to a point of Uh, applying with this organization, deciding to, you know, after Mm -hmm. being accepted, deciding to go, was it like one moment where you're like, you know, things change or was it just kind of a a progress or Mm -hmm. a a succession of steps for you?
1: Yeah, I think there was like a big catalyst and then there was a lot of like little, like just one more step, one more step. Mm -hmm. Um, I... uh, Never know quite how to say this. Either became a Christian or began taking my faith really, really seriously in my sophomore year of college.
0: Okay. I, um, I, a similar thing happened to me, and I'm not quite sure yeah. like how to describe it. But yeah, whatever. The Lord didn't did a work.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. And God really got attention, uh, my attention at that mm. time. And um, yeah, like I said, this burden of people who didn't know Christ um, was just overwhelming to me to realize mm. that. Um, well, I guess like a short version is that I realized, like, I think for the first time who I was as a sinful person and I realized who God was as holy in like a completely new way that I had not fully grasped before. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously a huge problem when you don't yet have Christ in that picture to reconcile you to God. And, um, I like by God's grace found that and realized that that was true and like applied that to my own life, but in doing that and taking hold of that for myself, I also had to reckon with the fact that a lot of people don't yet have this um, like redemption in their mm. lives, um, and so that was quite. It was a lot for me. Um, mm. Honestly, it was like hard for me kind of to be in like public places with a lot of people mm. um, for a little bit because I would just look around and like, I couldn't help but to think like that these people don't know Christ and they may never know. Um, but over time that kind of got channeled a little more properly into something that was still like a huge burden, but that also made me more bold in sharing my faith. And that gave me this like great desire to tell others about God and to make his name known. Mm. Um, so that really set it off was like that recognition, that um, realization that that was a reality for so many people. Um, but then, you know, as I started thinking like, OK, well, how can I um, take this and like put it into something that actually changes how I live? Then that's when um, the idea of joining a missions team rather than doing the Peace Corps or something like that Um, started to run through my mind. And Mm. yeah, I think there's been a lot of um, things that God has really, uh, like people or different things that God has used to point me, I think, in this direction and to encourage me. Um, Right after I decided to apply to this team, I was um, in like the first night of one of the women's Bible studies on Zoom that Cornerstone has, and this woman was like, everyone was introducing themselves, and this lady was like, "Hi, my name is Karen, and I did missions for so many years." And I was like, "Wow, I don't, I don't think I even heard anything else she said." Yeah. I was like, "That's so perfect because I'm just, you know, thinking about this," mm-hmm. and so I was able to like contact her and share with her what I was thinking, and um, she was able to encourage me, um, and. Just things like that. Um, realizing that there's connections in this church to Turkey and to people mm-hmm. who have done ministry there that I didn't even know about, um, mm-hmm. or ways that God has provided, like for me to start learning language already um, that I wasn't even aware of. You know, that have just like continually um, pointed me in this direction and like affirmed that. This is something that God wants me to do, and this is where my heart is, and like most importantly, this is where He has shaped what He has shaped my heart to do. Mm. Um, When I came into college, I wasn't even like really interested in joining a church, (laughs) much much less like yeah, yeah, going abroad to do (laughs) do (laughs) missions after I graduated. So I think seeing how much God has changed my heart has also really been um, something that has just. Push me even more because I see his faithfulness and Mm. his goodness and the way that he has grown me. And that just makes me want to Mm. like enter into that even more.
0: Yeah. What's me? It makes me want to enter into it. (laughs) I mean, I I so appreciate you sharing that. Mm -hmm. It's just such a, so cool to see, uh, what the Lord's doing in that and so encouraging in that. So anyways, thanks, Ashley. Um, like I said, I got a bunch of other questions, but I, Josh and Jasmine, I want to talk to you guys too. Josh, um, so I, so where, where are you going, Josh? Um, no, no, I, I, I want to, uh, hear just a little bit about what the Lord's been doing in your heart and life over the last, you know, number of months over the last year. I mean, as you think back to how God is, how God is working, what, what he's been teaching you, um, how have you seen, seen him at work? Good. Yeah. Um. It's always nice to hear Ashley talk about like her
2: sophomore year of college and stuff like that, because it reminds me of when I was in my freshman year of college, uh-huh. and that's when I made Jesus Lord of my life, and mm. I think since the very start of that, I uh, was always kind of just drawn to people. I've always been drawn to people in like a social way, but now that I had the Lord in my heart, I wanted to share him with them and you know or whether they be a non-believer or even like christians i wanted to let the lord speak through me or whatever but it was always like kind of a lot like there i've always like been around a lot of people always been very social and like it's i think from day one i've found myself trying to learn what the lord wants me to do and and learning to let him lead in the relationships that i have and Mm -hmm. i think when you ask me like what he's been teaching me recently that's what i thought of even right now which mm-hmm. is that like i have you know a group of friends that i live with here i have a group of friends from back home that i'm that like different things are happening mm-hmm. you know it's it's a weird period for me being a junior like a lot of my friends are seniors already graduated from college mm-hmm. and you know like one of my friends is getting married mm-hmm. other friends are like getting new jobs uh, jasmine my girlfriend and ashley my sister are both graduating so a lot of things are going to like a lot of relationships are, I'm seeing a lot of change in their life. Whereas my situation is going to be like staying the same for another year. I'm still going <laughs> to, I'm just going to be finishing school, you know? Uh-huh. And so that's the weird thing about having like mostly older friends, but uh-huh. uh, finding myself like trying to figure out how the Lord wants to use me, you know, or, or use me and the people around me. Yeah. Cause I sometimes, or I've all, it's often been a theme for me where I kind of get overwhelmed thinking at certain times thinking like, Oh I just had this conversation with this person about God or I, I had this conversation with a classmate about their religious background or this you know person I work with about philosophy or something and it feels like a lot and that feels like since I started all those like projects, since I like planted maybe some seeds, then I have to like follow through and like do all the different parts and like try and continue. but what I've in my experience at least in the last two years like whenever, I'm trying to do a lot for a lot of people. I just figure that I get less done for everyone. Mm-hmm. But then when I really try and give myself a lot to somebody, whether it be a friend or a co-worker or someone like that, that's when I see the Lord bearing the most fruit. But then it's like, how am I going to decide who the Lord wants me to try and minister to or share the gospel with or even just talk through any? Christian issue with or whatever, mm. uh, I can't decide that. And so mm. I guess what I'm trying to learn this school year, um, especially since things are a little weirder now, it's like, who, where, where does the Lord want my focus to be on like, who does the Lord want to use me as an instrument for? Uh, and so there, there's different people in my life right now that I can think of. Um, uh, and sometimes like, you know, where I, I have an issue where they're like, I, Tend to only be where I am, so if I'm in LA, like I do a poor job of like staying in touch with friends from home. Mm-hmm. If I'm there, I don't stay in touch with people from from uh, from school. So yeah. uh, I'm trying to you know figure now who maybe I can try and focus on and show value to, because I think especially in the last year or so, you know a lot of people don't feel valued by people around them. Maybe it's because, but like by their closest friends, maybe mm-hmm. not having like, giving them the time of day, you know, or made the extra effort, because it takes extra effort to, like, have strong relationships right now, Um, or even just strangers, you know, and so trying to just do little things like invite someone for lunch or, like, Mm -hmm. get, get like, tacos or anything like that Mm -hmm. has been ways that I've been trying to see, and then I just try and see how conversations go, and I think the Lord is showing me more, like, doors that are open or, like, hearts that are soft, and then... I don't know, trying to follow through that, trying to walk through the open doors. Mm -hmm. You know, a favorite verse of mine has always been from Proverbs 3. It's like, acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your paths. And Mm -hmm. I find that what it means for me, at least to like acknowledge him in all my ways is to acknowledge that he's the one opening doors and stuff like that. And so if he's opening them, I should be walking through them. That's part of how I ended up at this church or like joining this Mm -hmm. church is Ashley and I came here you know, the week before school started or something. Mm-hmm. And we just love the service. But, you know, that wasn't going to like sell us to join the church. Mm-hmm. You know, we probably would have checked out other ones. But then the very next week, the second week that we would have attended was going to be the first intro to Cornerstone class. And I was like, you know, look at this open door. This is mm-hmm. definitely like a way that we can kind of go in and take an intro to Cornerstone class, like learn about the church, even on our second week there, I was like, if it was the first week, we wouldn't have gone. If it was, <laughs> you know, later later down the line, we wouldn't have known about it. But it was the second week. So I saw that as an open door, and I wanted to acknowledge God in that. Mm-hmm. And so we took the class, and then we took the next class, and then we joined the church, mm-hmm. right? And so that kind of thing is how I want to apply to my relationships. You know, if uh, mm-hmm. I see that there's an open door, I have to realize it's, that God opened it. Mm-hmm. And then that's just where I want to walk. Yeah. And so that's like, probably sounds kind of abstract and it kind of I is. Know. And that's why it's well, hard to like, that's why it's hard to learn. But yeah, that's what I'm trying. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate that because I think it's, it's, it, I mean, it's kind of abstract, but it, in a lot of ways, actually, I think it's really practical, yeah. right? it, it, it I think it's what it looks like to depend on God mm-hmm each step of the way, yeah. right? Every uh, moment by moment. I think it's it's that kind of God awareness mm. that, um, that inspires, I mean, I think that's what Paul talks about when he's talking about praying constantly, right? Yeah. Or praying without ceasing, yeah. you know? It, it's just this this constant awareness yeah. that is, and, and asking God, okay, sh- yeah, show me, you know, what, is that, what does that look like as we um, walk through? So I, I, I appreciate that and I think that that's something that probably uh, bears more fruit yeah. in our relationships yeah. than anything else yeah. we can do. I agree. Yeah. So that's really, that's really, really encouraging. Um, so Jasmine. Hello. <laughs> g- thanks for being here too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you, you just started coming to Cornerstone a few months ago. Yep. Um, how? Wh- what's your story? I think I've heard it's been a bit of a year <laughs> of transition and transformation for you. Um, what, what, what brought you here? What's what's the Lord been doing in your life?
3: Um, the Lord entered my life first and foremost. <laughs> yeah. Um, apologies to Ashley and Joshua. They've heard the story so many times. Um, Still good. Time. <laughs> Still good. But <laughs> so basically, um, I grew up like not religious at all. Um, mm. My mom's Jewish. Like I had a booby, which is the Jewish word for grandmother, mm. but very secular. Um, and you know, like grew up in the Bay. Like went to public school and like didn't know much about religion, even Judaism, um, didn't really care to know much. Um, I think my perception of people that were very religious, especially Christians was pretty negative. Um, I don't actually think I knew, am I close enough to the mic? No, nope, You're That's good. Cool. I don't think I actually knew many Christians, but I just like made a lot of assumptions. Um, and I think I went to church like once with a friend in high school. Um, so yeah, I just like, and I never felt like I needed it, you know, like my, I'd always been really happy. I'd always had a really comfortable life. And I think I definitely saw religion as like a crutch. I was like, oh, well, like, you know, that's good for people who feel like they need it. But like, I check all the boxes. I do all the things. I'm pretty content with my life. And I just don't like I don't need it. You know, it's not for me. Um, But I guess like, you know, good for people that do need it. But it was a little condescending. Like, you know, I like I'm better than that. But like, sure, if you need that crutch. Mm-hmm, totally. Um, and then I, I... need it, man. <laughs> Religion is for the weak. <laughs> um, and then I came to school and uh, UCLA, and I started learning more about Judaism. Um, because one of my close friends that I met there, named Layla, we um would go to like this Jewish fellowship thing, and so I would spend a lot of weekends like in Orthodox Jewish communities in Fairfax um, for Shabbats, mm-hmm. and that was really interesting. And I think I helped like peel off some of the layers of like prejudice I had against people that were really religious because I was like wow like these are nice people and they seem really happy (laughs) and they really believe what they believe and that's still not for me but good for them Uh um so yeah so I felt like I'd learned about it and I was like and I really appreciated like the cultural and like ethnic aspects of Judaism and helped me feel close to my booby and and my heritage but nothing more than that definitely nothing like spiritual or anything um I found that like I would ask the rabbi questions and like the answers I got were never satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I was like, well, if I'm not going to be Jewish, I'm not going to be anything like, because <laughs> Judaism would be the only one that would make sense. Mm. Um, but then last year, my junior year, um, I started working at UCLA's financial wellness program. Um, my coworker was Joshua <laughs> who was just talking about, you know, um, like where to focus your energies when you're talking to people and sharing the gospel. Um, and he chose to focus on me <laughs> um, and so because of covid i ended up not studying in barcelona like i was supposed to and so i kept working virtually um, spring quarter of last year and my coworker that i was like on all these calls with was joshua and we would have appointments come but if no one came it would just be us like on zoom just staring at each other for several hours so um, we figured like we may as well pass the time um, and so we started talking and hanging out, and I started... Wait,
0: wait, just over Zoom? Just yeah, over Zoom, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Literally
3: just... I mean, we'd known each other before, and we would like talk in meetings, but I didn't really know him. Um, we did destroy the team in one kayaking competition on a retreat. Yeah, that's true. So
2: <laughs> It's like a... The kind of work is like we have basically office hours. So we have like a four-hour block where we're on Zoom, and maybe there's an appointment or, or a drop-in or something, but most of the time it's just us two.
0: And, and so and you, you have to be on Zoom the whole hour, office mm-hmm. hours? Yeah.
2: I mean, we would do other things. Yeah, yeah.
3: We wouldn't just like...
0: We would just talk, st- Stary. stare at each other, and
3: talk. <laughs> sometimes.
0: Uh. I'd go for a swim or like something. But... <laughs> See, I, I, I just, I, for all of our the, the members of our church staff who are listening, uh-huh. I just want them to appreciate the fact that for our office hours that we're like, hey, you know, here's some office hours. We're like, you know, it's good for us all to be available, especially since we're not in the same place. I just want you to be grateful that we don't have you on Zoom the whole time. Right? Like, just make sure like, yeah, that must have been. Uh, it could get tiring. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Anyways. Sorry.
3: All good. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I did know that Joshua was Christian. Um, uh-huh. And so, even though I started to like him, that was sort of like, obviously a deal breaker for me. Um, <laughs> obviously. And um, <laughs> we started talking about religion, uh, as Joshua is really good at bringing up uh, to people. I've uh-huh. seen it happen with others. And he actually sent me a Bible. <laughs> Um, and I thought he was joking. Cause I had mentioned that I'd like never touched the Bible and never read it. Uh, and like he, Amazon shipped it to my house and my mom <laughs> like opened the package because she thought, um, she was getting a package and uh, she was like, she like held it up and she was like, Jasmine, why did you get a Bible? <laughs> she was like so confused. And I was like, oh, that's my coworker. And she was like, oh no, is he trying to convert you? Uh, um, and I was like, oh no, like it's just for fun. I'm <laughs> just going to look into it. Yeah. Um, so we started reading Proverbs together. Okay. Over Zoom um and learned a little bit. On work time? On work time. Awesome. Yes, that's great. <laughs> so that's great. Hopefully our boss is great. This <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> um and and yeah, so that was good. Um I was definitely very surprised by like the depth of the Bible and what it had. Mm. Um, but I still treated it mainly as like stories and I was like, Oh, this is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I and by the end of like the spring quarter, I realized like I really liked him, uh, which was kind of frustrating because uh, there was definitely a major roadblock there. Um, and I obviously didn't know I felt about me, but I assumed like he probably, you know, knowing I was Christian, you know, wouldn't even like me. was Um, what?
2: Yeah. Knowing you weren't.
3: Yeah. Knowing I wasn't Christian. Um, and so, but then he came to the Bay Area over summer, uh, because he lives there where I happen to live. We're like 30 minutes apart. And, um, I asked him like a favor to bring something up from LA. And then we started hanging out. So we would hang out like once um like a week on saturdays we spent all days all the day together mm-hmm. and it was really nice and we would you know we'd hang out we'd go on hikes and stuff we'd also like talk about god and he would like share the gospel um <laughs> or as you do <laughs> casually yeah, yeah. on a hike <laughs> yeah. um and and i really and so there was like a lot of you know moving parts because i really liked joshua and mm-hmm. you know we realized we liked each other but you know what were we going to do with that mm-hmm. and then i had to confront this whole other thing i'd never even considered which is like yeah, like what is life? Like, is there a God? Like, mm. what does all of this mean? Like what happens after you die? Like things that I'd always thought, like I was content with just not knowing like mm-hmm. the ambiguity, but like, you know, to see someone like so confident and like so genuine in what they believe was really shocking to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I embarked on like this, like own, my own journey of like, being like all right well what what is the truth like why does this person that i really like and like besides this is like so great really believe this thing that's crazy you know like <laughs> come on so i um and then like over summer we sort of like stopped talking like just we reached this roadblock because we're like well how is this gonna work and stuff um but
0: during and, that and, and you weren't in the exact same place josh was so he forgot it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we just learned yeah, he's, uh, he's, right. yeah. no, she was she was north <laughs> of
2: bakersfield so she's in my bubble still oh okay yeah. oh, okay, okay.
3: <laughs> um So I started just like researching things on my own Um, and I wasn't like necessarily looking for answers. I was more just like looking to see if Christianity was wrong. Like I just needed like, like validation, I guess. Validate,
0: like you needed to know that like this was... I just
3: needed to be sure that like this wasn't worth considering. Um, And so fortunately uh, that wasn't the case. Like the more I learned, um, he, you know, recommended Mere Christianity to me by C.S. Lewis and um, I read like Lee Strobel's Case for Faith and the Case for Easter and just and I started like watching videos online and reading all these things and like and- literally,
2: the Gospel According to John.
3: And read John when we <laughs> got back to school, so which I was getting to. you always forget
2: that you read the Bible itself. <laughs> okay.
3: I haven't even gotten to when she we were back at school. Oh, yeah. Right, right,
0: right. I was right, going right. to work up to it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Anyways, so fast forward, we go back <laughs>
0: Josh, this school. is her story.
2: Oh, right,
3: right, <laughs> All good. Uh, we go back to school. I'll just skip ahead so we can get to the Gospel <laughs> of John. Um, I and just we, love it. We live like a minute apart from each other, and so we started hanging out again as friends, and we read John, so like, I read the Gospel of John, like, I read legitimately something all the way through in the Bible. Um, and there was some really compelling stuff in there. Um, and there was this whole, like, intellectual aspect of it. Like, I really had to be convicted intellectually that this is something that could even be in the realm of possibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I was, and then I was like, yeah, okay sure um still not convinced though like
0: it's in the realm of possibility right yeah
3: um and i just realized um i'm sure not the first person realized like it's not an intellectual argument like it's not an intellectual belief like Mm. you need that sure like there's a reasonable logical component but there's like the spiritual component and for me i think a huge barrier was like like pride and thinking like oh but i'm already a good person like i do all the right things you Mm. know and stuff and so like it like really rubbed me the wrong way to hear like, you know, people are sinful because that means I'm sinful and like, I'm not the center of my own world and it had a lot of implications and I didn't really like that. And I, I just couldn't like really get past that. Like I was so frustrated because I was like, you know, this could be true, but I still like, what do I do now? Cause I still mm-hmm. don't feel like I'm connecting to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I sort of, I, when I started to tell friends that I am Christian, I, I explained it as like, it was like I spent most of my life like in a room And I was like the only person in it. And everyone else I knew was also like in their own separate rooms. And they all agreed that there was no one else in the room but them. Um, but then like Joshua was the first person I met that was like, no, someone else is there. You can't see them, but like, they're there and they're with you. Um, and so like, I started to explore that and I realized like, you know what, he might be right. Like there is someone here with me. Like, what am I going to do about it? Like Mm -hmm. I can either accept it or I can ignore it, but it won't change the fact that someone is there, Mm -hmm. you know? So I just realized like, whatever I do going forward is not going to change what I've learned and like, know it to be true. So I need to figure out some way to like reconcile this with my life. Mm Um, And so, yeah, so basically, like, other things happened, too. Like, I I did some things that, like, hurt other people and stuff. And, like, it was the first time I had this context of, like, why did you do that, you know? And, Mm -hmm. like, oh, not just because, like, oops, like, I made a mistake, but, like, there's actually something that's, like, missing the mark, like, literally what Mm -hmm. sin is in there. And so having that context really shifted my perspective. Um, And, yeah, and so it wasn't, like, it wasn't an intellectual thing. Like, I needed that, but, like, I really had to... For me, I had to realize like I need this, like I mm. need this, um, I need I need Jesus, I need God, um, and all of this is like true, and I need to like submit to that. Mm. This is the point I reached, and that is really hard to do because. Mm. I mean, there's, like, so many things for me, like, my friends, my family, like, even the university we go to, like, every preconceived notion I had about religion, it was, like, all that, and then there was God,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> and then God won, of course, <laughs> It was, like, hunting yeah, yeah, yeah. me down, yeah. um, and it was, like, there were so many, like, signs and so many things that, like, I couldn't explain, and so, anyways, science. yeah, literal signs, <laughs> like, literally, I, I started praying early on, um, even before I really, like, felt like I believed in God, um, and I near like closer to December when I was getting really frustrated, like I would read more things and it was like, yeah, okay. Like this makes sense, but why am I not connecting to this? Um, And so I like prayed to God and I was like, help me out. Like, send me a sign if you can, anything, not that I necessarily deserve it. And I know there's probably better things you could be doing with your time, but like, please like show me something because like, I don't know what to do. Mm. Um, And then I kind of forgot about it. And I went to walk to the grocery store (laughs) and on my walk to the grocery store. I passed literally three separate cardboard signs about Jesus that I've never (laughs) seen before. Like three actual, literal cardboard signs, signs, three of them on my walk. Never seen
0: before. (laughs) Amazing.
3: I was like, are you kidding me? Um, That was
0: so great.
3: Yeah. So yeah, he was hunting me down.
0: Totally. And with, and, and with his own, like, just unique perfect sense of humor. Right. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Doing Gust, the, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Gust, like um, really. And they're nowhere to be found either. Into these yeah, these right. cardboard <laughs> size. They're gone, seen them they're again. gone. Yeah. yeah.
2: Scott, that day actually was the day that we came up here and I asked you to give me Case for Faith. Oh, and yeah, yeah. that was the same day and when I was flipping through it during my lunch, before I gave it to Jasmine, the part that stuck out to me was this part, was something titled, like, Don't Ignore the Signs, and so, <laughs> when she told me, she sent me a voice memo or a phone call or something about that story, uh-huh. and then I just, like, gave her that part of the book first. I was like, I just read it, like, Don't Ignore the Signs. I think you should read signs. chapter six, or <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah, it is. exactly. <laughs>
0: oh, that's incredible. That, yeah. That so cool. Um, so, so, I mean, how, like, yeah, I imagine that t- turns out, like, like you said, it turns a lot of things mm upside down. Yes. <laughs> right. It makes, it, it, you know, it, I think sometimes we can think of that as like, oh, okay. Like I walked into this and like, that's great. But coming to grips with the reality of God, with the, the reality of the person in the room mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. learning step-by-step step what they're like, right? right. And, and, and the truth of the gospel and that, um, I don't know, how has that, um, how has that transition been like for you? Has it, has it been difficult? Has it been, like, complicated? Like, what's, uh, yeah, how, how have you navigated that? I mean, and to whatever extent you're comfortable right. sharing, but.
3: Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely fine sharing. Um, in some ways it's been easier and in some ways harder, I uh-huh. would say. Um, like, I was surprised on both ends of the spectrum. I had some friends that I told that were, like, incredibly loving and supportive mm-hmm. um one friend in particular that I mentioned Layla who's been like so amazing um and awesome and like really genuinely like mm-hmm. cared and wanted to hear me out mm-hmm. um and then there were my parents which was like terrifying to me to tell them because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of my preconceived notions about you know like Christians and people that are religious like definitely came from them um, and I was, and I'm an only child and I was just really just so worried that it would harm our relationship and going back home over winter break. Like it really was stressing me out. I knew I had God though. And so I, like,
0: I mean, yeah, just like two, two months ago. winter
3: break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Literally yeah. like yeah, yeah. just then. And yeah. so I, you know, I prayed about it, consulted with people and I ended up telling them and it went surprisingly well. Mm. Um, you know, not ideal, obviously like it's right now we're sort of in like a don't ask, don't tell policy where they're like, okay, <laughs> that's good. Thumbs up. Let's talk yeah. about something else. Uh-huh. Um, but you know they love me unconditionally. Mm. Um, and then I have some friends where like, one friend in particular that was like, not so pleased about it. who um, mm. he was like Jewish, um, like secular Jewish, but um, was like really, like I think disappointed by it. And I think mm. it really... Like forced him to confront a lot of his own beliefs about the world which i know from like first-hand experience is scary yeah. um so that hasn't been so good that's been tough mm-hmm. um you know and it also has like a lot of implications for my life and it's just hard because like i am different now and so in some ways like there is a separation from the people that like i do know and love yeah. but in other ways mm-hmm. like i meet like people at cornerstone like so <laughs> many new people you know and the mm-hmm. opportunity for so many new relationships and that's been really awesome and mm-hmm. Also, like, the most important relationship of all with God, you know? Yeah. It's, like, this lifelong journey that I get to yeah. experience. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, so incredible. I mean, so incredible to hear. Isn't she great? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I was, yeah. Thanks for sharing your mouth. Josh has got puppy dog eyes over here <laughs> Will you be mine? <laughs> no, it's so, so cool to hear. And and just even to hear these are just snippets. I mean, these are just, like, little snapshots, right? Yeah. And obviously, like, these... Huge stories, all that the Lord is doing, all that the that that are made up of hundreds of different moments, mm-hmm. right, and dynamics, and fears and excitements, um, mm-hmm. but all all getting to see His faithfulness each right. step of the way, see, see the reality of yeah. His existence every step of the way, and and I think it, in that way it it really does beautifully. Not it, it's not able to be encapsulated in a you know, a little story or share, but hopefully, even just in just getting to share some of these dynamics, and some of what, the, even a snapshot of what the Lord's doing, it reminds all of us of the different things He's doing in our lives, and it, it encourages and really points our hearts. I know it points my heart to just glorify Him because mm-hmm. this is what He does, mm-hmm. right? This type of redemption, this type of of, of directing, this mm-hmm. type of taking our lives and just step by step put us the right way even in the midst of seasons that are really weird and challenging or fears or uh unexpected <laughs> unexpected outcomes um and so i'm just so thankful for that thankful for you guys to, to show that. i i would love um uh I, I well two things i think as we wrap up i i'd love to hear um if there's any particular way we as a church family can be praying for you. And uh, secondly, if there's anything good you are reading or have read that you would uh, <laughs> yeah, recommend or even just that you're particularly enjoying. And it could be a Christian book or a non-Christian book or it yeah. could be a magazine article <laughs> or you know, a blog or something. But um, I didn't give you the heads up for that ahead of time. So if, you, if you're like, I don't know, that's totally fine. Uh, but can, uh, how can we be praying for you? Why don't we, we start? Start. We'll, we'll go around the circle again. How about we start with you, Ashley?
1: Sure. Um, I'll share what I've been praying for myself, and then yeah. I'll say you can join in. Awesome. Um, I think, you know, this This is kind of like a, can feel like a season of waiting. Like we are, we're, we're waiting for COVID to be over. Um, I'm waiting to graduate. I'm waiting to mm. go to Turkey, you know, all these things. And um, I guess just, I've been praying that I would still be making use of this time now and that I would still be actively pursuing God now rather than just waiting for Him to begin working later mm. because like we all shared, we've all seen Him already working in our lives and we know that that is a reality. And so it's just my prayer that we would continue to acknowledge that and continue to pursue like a deeper relationship with the Lord, even now, even as we're waiting mm. for the future, and even as we're waiting for Him to continue to work in new ways, mm. um, yeah.
0: That's awesome. We'll definitely be praying for that, for, for you, and hopefully for ourselves as That's well. What I, was I was gonna say, yeah, it totally resonates. <laughs> that is that is so good. That, that, yeah. Thanks, Ashley. Uh, what about you, Josh? I think that what Ashley just said is an eloquent
2: way of saying what I was thinking about, like for our church or the, or Christians across the world right now might feel similar to Ashley Mm. or even just don't know like what roles they can be playing but I just want to pray alongside whoever's listening to this Mm. that we all as members of the body would be eager to play a part in building it up and we would really make distinct efforts to reach out to people to meet with them to build relationships, to share in prayer to contribute to fellowship or the needs of the other saints whatever it is I think that you know if we're just gonna wait till something's over then we be might be waiting for a long time or as soon as it's over there might be something else but we just mm-hmm. have to act where we are you know I said earlier that it's a problem that I'm only where I am <laughs> but that's also something that I think can be helpful is to yeah. you know actually be where you are yeah. you know right Fully now where you are. we're waiting So let's, let's be here, Mm -hmm. but let's do stuff, you know, while we're here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the other thing I would just really ask you guys humbly to pray for my relationship with Jasmine Mm -hmm. and that the Lord would continue to shed light on us and through us, on the people around us, that our relationship itself would be an example, but also that individually we would be examples to the people in our respective lives. Cool.
0: Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that, Josh. Yeah. And Jasmine, how can we be praying for you?
3: Going last sucks. (laughs) Does it? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just, I can't follow this. (laughs) (laughs) They said all the things. Uh, Um, Okay, I'll, this might be like a little bit more selfish, but like, I mean, one thing I pray for and would love other people too is that I can be a light for the people in my life, like my mm -hmm. family and my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, That's, that's really like a consistent prayer. And so if people could join in, that would be much appreciated. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. and there's nothing selfish about that. I know. No, no. absolutely praying for that, and and in praying and praying for the unique opportunity. I think each of us, in, in each different stage in life, in different part times in our lives with Christ, um, have different opportunities, and, different, and so I even pray specifically for um, in the season that the Lord would be using you and, and allowing those around you to see the the genuineness of that in a way that that does it, it draws them into Him right? right. Um, it's so, yeah, it's so encouraging. And, um, and, and next time we'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for this time. Thank you so much for um, sharing your hearts and your lives, but both with me, but just with us as a church family. It is a, I, it's been a huge, huge encouragement to me. And I know it's gonna be a huge encouragement for uh, everyone as well. So what? Oh, the book thing. <laughs> see, good. See, good reminder. I was gonna totally forget. <laughs> I, I want Ashley's answer. She's. Oh, uh, right. Well, but Ashley goes last this time. Yeah, look. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Boy. This will also be. A oh, game good. Game. I have. I have an opportunity to apply <laughs> my reverse. Uh, reverse order. They both can read. So <laughs> okay. <like>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What, what have you been reading, or what do you what do you enjoy reading?
3: Um, I really, I'm not done with it, but I really like The Screwtape Letters by C.S. Lewis. (laughs) I'm borrowing it from Josh right now. It's it's a good time. I would recommend it to anyone, Christian or not. Uh, It's very entertaining uh, and a lot of philosophical underpinnings that are pretty relevant.
0: Awesome. Mm. Cool. That's a a great recommendation.
2: Yeah, Josh. I'm not this far into that book. I was doing better with my reading over summer, but I'm reading a book by R.B. Kuiper called, is that how you say his last name? Do you know? Have you heard that name? Kuiper? Kuiper, yeah. Kuiper, I don't know. It's Kuiper? called God-Centered Evangelism. Okay. And it seems obvious. I haven't like, read it. Of course, evangelism should be God-centered. But I think a lot of times <laughs> it's not. And it's, it's about man, you know. And mm. and so I think we should, you know, I, I just have found benefit in that book. You know, be revealing my, my own, you know, work or whatever as not going in the way that the Bible would direct me. Mm-hmm. And so that book is, is cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: Nice. Um... I gotta say, The Pursuit of God by A.W. Tozer. Okay. There's this chapter in there called The Gaze of the Soul, which mm. I really love. It's about looking to Christ. And mm. it's just, it's written very beautifully and it hits the spot. <laughs> awesome, mm.
0: awesome. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me. That, that was worth his weight in gold, getting <laughs> those recommendations. Uh, you, Pick those up at a bookstore near you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but th- thanks so much. Th- thanks again, guys, for this time, and um, we're we'll gonna be praying for those things. And um, just so overwhelmed with thanksgiving to God for His faithfulness to all of you, and really to to us uh, as a church family for the ways that He, the powerful ways He's continuing to work. So excited to see what He does um, in the seasons ahead. So thanks thanks for the time, and thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We love you, and we miss you, and we'll see you uh, virtually or in person on Sunday.